Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And before we jump into today's episode, we just want to remind you to rate and review our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're up to it, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at HBO Girls Rewatch. And if you care about us even a little tiny bit, subscribe to our YouTube page. My little sister is beating us in number of subscribers right now, and that's humiliating. Hey, I think it's time to lean into Lena now. Let's get into that episode. Welcome, Welcome back, back to HBO, HBO Girls, Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And today we're covering season three, episode eight, Incidentals. And then our energy crashes. Now and we're then, down. Yeah. Now we're down for the dumps. No, 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 we're up. I'm actually so excited because I just ate um, jambalaya that I accidentally made yesterday, last night for dinner. Oh, um, yeah. It I'm has like, a kick. It, ha- it has a kick. Cayenne. You didn't know kids our age could be using cayenne, but they are. First off, kids, and you said our age. If you took those separately, um, they'd be really bad for us. Both kids insulting. Our age. Well, if you call someone a kid our age, it's like, no, I'm 25. I've earned a little respect in my name. And you said, You have? End the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and But then if you also say the term um, our age is also really offensive too. I'm wearing, referring to um, an age can I'm be really doing offensive. Lizzie McGuire outfit repeater for the first time on the podcast oh i've been so cautious never to do that because one time i wore that one vivian westwood polo that you said i wear in every episode even though i wore it once and it has um destroyed my brain emotionally the red one with the swirl yeah and my friend described it as a penis but the thing is the collar hooks so i'm like my friend really is um seeing a lot head of head in the gutter yeah. it's more captain <laughs> hook than anything well captain hook is famously a name for a specific kind of penis Oh, really? Megan. Megan. I was about to say Megan Trainer, but it's Megan Stallion has that song, Captain Hook. She's ultimately not someone I know a lot about. You're from Texas. She's from Texas. Okay, hook them. And shout out <laughs> to all our Texas listeners sending love from up north. <laughs> Why did it exhaust you? That would exhaust you to say the words up north. So what's new with you, Evan? Okay, so right now I'm wearing a hat. This hat comes from my friend who just moved to Bushwick. Her backyard literally looks like a Marriott courtyard because they invested 2K into it. And to do that <gasps> Wait, in Bushwick. your rich friend that has a bean bags. Well, I mean, I don't know they're rich after the way they did their backyard because it had to have <laughs> cost a small mortgage. It looks like a courtyard Marriott in Bushwick for some unknown you reason. You know what? The photos look like the rooftop of a Moxie hotel. No, absolutely. But she just came out as a lesbian three years ago. So okay. fresh. And I'm I'm in direct sunlight at her birthday brunch. Um, and I'm like, God, I need sunscreen. God, I need a hat. Thank God she came out as a lesbian, though, because now she's an extensive hat collection. Because now she's like, oh, I have a lot of hats. And now I get to wear one of those hats right now on the podcast because my hair is being so cuckoo and I can't figure out if I should get a shag or go shave it all off. I know. We both together keep Googling haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> haircuts for curly hair that are cool, which is near impossible. It's to find almost a- the answer is none. None. They don't exist. You either have curly hair that's cool or you have curly hair that's not cool. And there's no way to like. I have uncool curly hair, which I have to try to manage every day of my life. I go ahead and have like, you know how it's like the A, B, C, one, two, three, like, oh, she has two C hair. Okay, it's like, you know what? It's and like bra sizes, but for hair curl. I'll say this. Being raised male, um, they never tell you about that. They never tell you about We're that? Not, no, that's a different kind of code. That's girl Morse code. They didn't tell me that in Texas because in Texas, you just burn it straight and recurl it no matter what. <laughs> but up here where people burn are like, I actually scrunch it. Ever heard of a diffuser? I'm like, okay, I'm learning. I mean, I feel like they're trying to burn a lot of things straight in Texas. <laughs> that is so <laughs> true. You bring up an amazing point, Evan. But in Anyways, my hair isn't curly enough to go to a curly cut person. So I'm always going to the randomest person that doesn't specialize in curly cut because my hair is like one step below curly enough to be a curly cut girl. And it's like hell because then it's like they're giving me a blowout that it's like I'll never do that again. I was thinking of curly fries the whole time you were speaking. <laughs> Those are, wait, what's your favorite fry? Mine? Okay, my school had the ones with the potato smiley faces, mm-hmm. and I remember almost choking every time at school. Because you're trying to eat them so fast? Because you're eating them, <laughs> and your your throat can't swallow that. Honey, you're not smiling about that. You're not going to smile <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, I was that. like, I'm going to die of potato. <laughs> I would have to say mine uh, favorite is a sweet potato tater tot. 
Now that's shocking, and we're gonna end the and pod it, right it's there. actually a lie, <laughs> but it's like okay, why would you lie? Because it's um, the equivalent of having cool curly hair to say sweet potato tater tot. Okay, reminder, me and Evan are roommates, and Evan keeps doing this thing where they get something out of the freezer, like a frozen item, and then they use some of it, and then they keep the rest of the bag just, like, on the counter for, like, one to three hours. Because I like things mid-thaw. That's the best flavor. It's so (laughs) spooky to me. It's like, they'll make sweet potato fries at 5 p.m., and then at 6.30, there's just, like, sweet potato fries sitting out, and I'm like, Evan! There's sweet potato fries sitting out in a puddle. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, Evan, you can't live like this. Doesn't this stress you out? And you're like, no. Barely any... The only things I stress me out of my own brain so everything else it's because i'm so stressed actually i don't focus on other things right totally wait what else was i gonna say oh um i don't know <laughs> i had something because we've been talking about it all week and it's like i wanted to bring it up on the podcast but i wish i wrote it down on my iphone can I just say last episode, we talked about how we go to a family dinner where they make oh us food. Oh my God, I feel so week, bad. they made pumpkin soup, pumpkin pasta, and pumpkin pie because October core. Oh, okay. So actually, this is even what I wanted to talk about. So thank you for reminding me. No, to reiterate what Amelia just said, they did pumpkin salad, actually, pumpkin soup, pumpkin mac and cheese, and pumpkin pie, pumpkin bun cake. It's like, I don't know how you're ringing in fall, but in our household, it's pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. And can I just say, like, nobody our age is kind of living this way. Like, I feel like anytime I go to this, I'm, like, putting on a coat of a different woman and becoming a girl whose friends, like, know how to cook. Because everyone I, say something? I know eats you want to be raised. Dinner. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I apologize. But you want to be raised. One of your options, and the primary option in your brain for so long was housewife. And no offense, a lot of housewives are pretty good at cooking, not to make sweeping generalizations. Um, So actually, in some ways, you did know exactly what was going to be happening. I know, but then I thought when I moved to Brooklyn, I was like only going to be hanging out with people that like eat dinner at a bodega every night and kind of just eat a hot dog. Marnie cooks. Okay, well, Marnie cooks. But then the rest of them don't. And that's an amazing point. It's like your one friend who knows how to cook knows how to cook and everyone else is kind of just like doing lean cuisine. I mean, Hannah throws a dinner party, but the tacos are unedible. The thing about tacos is like, you don't need to know how to cook to make a taco. You need to know how to turn on an air fryer and how to buy a can of salsa. Can I just say that Evan's... Oh my God, our guests are already here. Okay, we're going to actually cut this convo short. Get back to you in a gif with our two wonderful guests. Ah, I'm so good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, look who Chip is. Um, We've got Basic Training Podcast on. It's Talia and Jane. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best intro we've ever received. Oh my god! It's like Universal Studios tram ride with (laughs) the e-hosts, like the fake e-hosts. I still think about the girl who was the actress on my Jaws ride when I did the Jaws ride at Universal, and she was like, I would. She might have an Emmy now. Like she went on. I'm sure she she was a good actor. She really gave like the fear of the shark attacking. It was really good. Well, how many times has she done it before? And then she makes it perfect to keep it alive every time. Like that's. I mean, that's unbelievable. Well, it's like your basic set in comedy. You do eight million times. Yeah. You make it perfect. Yeah, yeah, she Honey, has that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her type 15. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you think, how much of a script is she doing and how much is it improv turned to script? I would say it's very scripted because there's all of the effects. Like, she has to, like, shoot the gun. Right. The shark comes up. I went on this ride one time, like, 15 years ago, and I remember it so well. I will never forget Waterworld. That really always did something Who's for me. Who's that? Did you do Waterworld? It's at Universal, <laughs> and it's a, it's a performance on a stage. Uh, the people will, the, oh, the listeners the will know. Show. The diving yes, show. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, Hollywood or Florida? Or Hollywood, both. I think. Probably both. Okay. I went to the Florida Universal, and I don't remember if I went to that, but I've been to diving shows at other theme parks, and it's like, as a as like a gay person, like a gay little kid, <laughs> you like can sense that the gay divers are gay, and you're like... Right. You're like, I love being represented yeah. in water. Well, it's, it's, that's why it's so hard being like a gay chubby kid, though, is because you're like, I feel represented by sexuality, by their sexuality, but not by their skill, ability, or body. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have none of those. And so it is like this intense lack with the representation. That's you know, tough. I had the same thing with the Fear Factor show at Universal. I've, no, oh, I think <laughs> Fear Factor the show on television. That show because scared that, me so bad. I used to love Fear Factor. Like, I was like, let the girl breathe when she's like, <laughs> 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 like let 
I remember one time, one time on Fear Factor, there was like one of the challenges was they were like drinking these smoothies made out of bugs. And like this, yes. this one girl was like, I'm not even grossed out. I'm just getting too full because we've drank so much of this smoothie. And my mom was like, that's not fair. Her stomach is smaller because she's a girl. And she got really upset. I was like, mom, mom let them. Yeah. My mom was like, let them drink the bugs like this. We have to relax. Like Joe Rogan equity. Like it's not happening. Is, is that really, was that Joe Rogan? Absolutely. I don't know what that man looks like. And I hope that's he never finds Joe Rogan hosted Fear, Fear Factor. Factor. Well, look at him wow. now. Now he's a Also, Fear Factor, you won $30,000. Not, not enough. Literally not enough. I would have done it for $30,000. Done all of that? What kind of stuff were they doing? Like The bugs, easy. I Fine. mean, on Survivor, they do, I do it, it for, for Cloud alone. What? They do it, yeah. On Survivor, they're just like, yeah, I'll drink blood today so my tribe isn't mad at yeah, me. Yeah, totally. But you might get a million. You might get a million. You might get a million. Mm. Then after taxes... Right, so 30K after taxes is like a flight. (laughs) You're going to like Japan and you have to pay for your hotels. It's like 20-ish K. And then you can like, okay, you have like a really nice vacation. You're a defender. I would, and it's not even you're the gr- like eating a bug and it's like all it's all controlled and safe it's a future it's anyway. so crazy that on a girls recap podcast we're talking about fear factor like the most <laughs> antithetical television show to ever exist Eno- enough about game show television we're talking about serious hardcore stuff. <laughs> <laughs> HBO comedy sitcom 30 minutes you're so news anchor that you have to I, hold the mic right I know that I have to hold this I'm like and, uh, hello YouTube <laughs> thank you for joining us in the studio like today it. I'm like jealous um, no we have to ask you an important question where where were you when girls came out? What were you doing? What year was it? My answer is so my answer is okay. so annoying. I, will, I bet I have a more annoying answer. I actually think my, mine's annoying in a really And we're gonna rate. Okay, we'll you're vote. gonna do it and yeah. then we'll vote. Okay, fine. Who's going first? You go first. Okay, because here here we go. I was studying abroad. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that time in middle school with <laughs> Maude Apatow. <gasps> Stop. And I don't remember anything about the show besides my mom being like grossed out that Lena Dunham was always naked and was like, can't you put on some clothes? Like, I remember hearing <laughs> that all the time. To the show. But I never watched it when it came out, but I do vividly remember it being a big deal when Maude, just a girl from our school, posted a photo with Lena and everyone at school was like, oh my God. Because her dad was a producer. Yes. yes. And I just was so like out of it. I don't, I think at that time I knew who Judd was, so I was like, okay. Yeah. You but I remember the chatter. <laughs> Yours is so much worse than study abroad. Yeah, mine's so much more embarrassing. <laughs> I always well, I always forget that Talia like has a million weird connections because she grew up in LA and like Yeah, you- I'm not friends with Mon, but she went to my school. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's a connection like, obviously. Like, oh yeah, I remember watching that show and Talia like I auditioned for that show when I'm I was six. And I'm like, right, 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 right. <laughs> You're right well, so fast. That's LA, I guess. That's perfect. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't watch it in middle school? <coughs> the no. first time I watched it was last year when I moved to New York. Oh my god, wow. that's good. We just had somebody on the podcast who's, who just moved here and watched it to like pregame. Yeah. And that's they said so it was heaven. Did you watch all of it, all six seasons? Um, Yeah, but I was mostly on my phone. Oh, okay. Sure. So that's how I you have really, to watch TV. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I love the idea of the show. I understand. I think it's beautifully written. But when I watch it, it, I should like it. Like, it is made for me. I'm like a young white girl. Yeah. Do you think it's because it's a period piece? It's it's <laughs> it actually be. crazy how much of a period piece it is. I know. It just know. goes in one year out the other for me. It's like literally you're like, it. it's like, while I'm watching it, it's like I suddenly see like the banners around of like a BuzzFeed homepage <laughs> come up like around the screen. Like it's that, it is so specifically encapsulated in that time for me. It's wild. Okay. I mean, this is minute to win it. Okay. So everyone's going to get 15 seconds here, but like we're loose here. We have fun. Um, and we're going to try to describe the episode in those 15. So I'll go 15. Amelia will go 15, 15, 15. Okay, great. And it'd be beautiful. And away we go. Lena is waiting at a French restaurant for Patty LaPompa. Uh-uh. She ain't showing up. And Adam's ready for his audition. And you know what? He booked the role. And so Desi did too. Now uh, Hannah is meeting up with Patty LaPompa. And she's like, you got osteoporosis. And she's like, no, I don't. And she's like, we'll fill in the blanks from here. <laughs> And then Hannah gets a call from Adam and Adam's like, I booked Broadway. And then Patty Lapone was like, your boyfriend booked Broadway? Well, he's not going to love you anymore because he's going to have to fall in love with the theater. Bye, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. And then she actually does an amazing job at work. And so her boss is like, go stay at the Gramercy Hotel. And she invites all the girls and her boyfriend and Elijah. And they have so much fun. Oh, wait, it's 30 seconds. <laughs> it's, like 50. it's okay. Okay, okay. There's and no then rules. they're all at the hotel, right? And now you pick it up. 
I know how the no, game no, is I want you to do double oh, mic. Right. No, no, I mean, Sorry. Want you to You're so tired. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pass the mic. So then there's this conversation <laughs> that is memorable between Ray and Marnie, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's memorable because they use a disc from Netflix. <laughs> he orders a DVD actually in the mail from Netflix, which is something that stuck out in my mind. And then they're like hooking up, right? Mm. They're hooking and up. And he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want a real girlfriend. And then at the same time, Marnie's having a crisis because she ran into her friend at the yogurt shop who's 24 and starting a gallery. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. And then, I, did I hallucinate this? And then what happens? So then, okay. So then, um, Adam brings Desi, who's an actor who also booked the same Broadway show he booked that he met at the audition. He brings him to the Gramercy Park Hotel as well. So then they're all at the Gramercy Park Hotel. um, Marnie shows up after getting dumped by Ray and then starts to connect with Desi because Desi starts like violently singing with an acoustic guitar in a way that's like really aggressive. (laughs) And then as everyone's kind of starting to connect and it's a very weird vibe and Hannah's been feeling really insecure about her relationship getting fucked up because Adam's successful. Jessa shows up with Richard E. Grant and they've relapsed on coke and she's super, super fucked up. And then they run out of coke and money and so they go back to this, at the end of this episode, they go back to the store where Jess has been working and has been really bored and they steal all the cash so that they can buy more drugs. Literally. Ooh. And that's one good. minute. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Nailed that. that was beautiful. Nailed it. Um, yeah, the Netflix DVD thing was crazy. Bridget I was like, Jones Diary 2. <laughs> that did yeah. not happen in 2012, did it? Is it that Well, recently? I think it's a Ray thing. Like, yeah. Ray still gets oh. discs. You know what I mean? It's like Ray's not streaming. Ray's still getting the discs. Wait, when did we go to streaming? Was it 2016 when we fully were like, we're done with the disc? I mean, I, I don't know when they, I think you could was, get the disc longer than you think you could, but I yeah. think everyone started streaming and With probably like, like is the new black. Yeah. Right. Which was like 2014 maybe. Yeah. Amazing yeah. Shown. Which the casting director for girls casted Orange is the New Black. Fun that fact. makes so much yes. sense. Fun fact. Did a good job. We say it every episode. <laughs> Not really know, fun anytime anymore. Anytime you learn a new fact. <laughs> we hammer it's, that one in. Okay. Now, Amelia, you want to ask your question that I ask? <laughs> Girl, what girl are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, you just took the quiz, so you go first, because I actually really struggle with this question. Well, as do the listeners know, yeah, I just explained this. With girls, I have seen the show probably twice now, but it's just never stuck hard in my mind the way that like Sex in the City has, for Mm. example. So I don't have a girl that came to mind. So on the train ride here, I kind of panicked and I took a click hole quiz and I tried to take the BuzzFeed one, but BuzzFeed is, I guess, gone forever. There's not a single quiz there anymore. So I took the click hole one and they presented me with this weird cyclops of a character that I actually want to show you the visual uh, the click you took I had kit this <laughs> this is pretty incredible this animation that they made this is what I got <laughs> oh it says you are a mix between oh. Hannah and Jessa and it's like a weird two headed oh. demon and there's a short okay so this will describe me I okay guess. perfect Oh, God. Based on your answers to this quiz, it looks like you're a mix between Hannah and Jessa. You're driven and creative like Hannah. Oh, thank you. But you're like Jessa, you're a free spirit and you're not afraid to speak your mind. Oh, Jesus. Look at that thing. It's horrible. You have Hannah's loyalty and Jessa's love for risk taking, which makes you this thing. Oh, good Christ. I can hardly look at it. You're curious like Hannah, strong willed like Jessa. And quite frankly, you shouldn't exist. I think I see a little bit of Shoshana in there. I'm going to throw up. That thing is absolutely disgusting. It's begging for death. It needs death. We have to kill it. Oh, my God. So that's a real thing that a quiz told me about myself. I have full body chills. (laughs) (laughs) So some like internet cook hole wrote that like a really mean thing and now it's So you got bullied on the train here. Yeah, and you can go ahead and put it on my That was no intern. That was director of click hole. That was an angry man. Very pointed. My mom wrote it. I think every guest needs to take that quiz now. Can I have the photo? I want to show it to the iPad. Yeah. (laughs) And while Jake describes his. Um, what girl he thinks? I guess I'll ask you. We'll ask you, of course, too. Okay, girl, <laughs> what girl are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then this image. Oh, gonna so you're gonna just you're gonna walk it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess I would say while well, you look at that horrific image, I think that I would say I am probably a mix of similarly, like in the way that like 
like I just don't see myself hugely in any of the four of them. But I do think I guess if I had to say, I would say I'm a mix of Marnie and Shoshana. Because I'm okay. I can talk really fast and be really high energy like Shoshana. So together we make all four. Yes. And mm. I think I can also be um a little cringy like Marnie at times. Totally. Um and like an idealist in the way that Marnie is sometimes occasionally. My worst qualities are Marnie and some of my like fun qualities are Shoshana, I think. If that makes sense. <laughs> that's a beautiful place to be. I would yeah, agree yeah, with that answer. Yeah, that's um, why I feel. It's so cool that together y'all are the girls. We're the girls. You're the girls. <laughs> you said that. We are the girls. Mark. What are you two? What well, girl we, are you? Every episode we pick different. But you uh, guys want to ask us? Girl, <gasps> what girl are you? <laughs> Oh, wait, so, okay, the art director girl's name is Liz. Is that her name? Who? Like Jenna Lyons? Oh, no, Sujin? No, no, Sujin. Oh. Okay, I'm at the exact scene as Sujin and Marnie interacting, where um, I'm both um, unemployed, but also have wealthy parents. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm looking for meaning, like Marnie does, as she, like, wakes up every morning in a happy mood and, like, seats her down. Absolutely. But also, I hope my parents get me an art gallery soon. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. That stuck out for me. Yeah, and going right off of that, <laughs> I would say I am Marnie in that nodding and being like, "Yes, uh, opening a gallery is kind of hard. <laughs> How are you gonna do that?" And and, and also her, um, her being like, "I know I'm completely out of money," and, and Marnie's like, "You just went shopping." And she's like, "It's all tax right off. Yeah. <laughs> it's all also tax like I was surprised at how many times this episode made me laugh. And the first time I laughed was that like fucking strong arm hug that Marnie gives her when she tries to walk away. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so funny. It was so funny. It's the best um, hug I've ever... And she's trying to get away. She's never felt human touch like that before. Allison Williams is like a good physical comedian. Like, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. it's like when you look at the cast of Friends and you're like, they're actually amazing at slapstick, Loki. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Seriously. Like, Courtney yeah. Cox knows how to, like, hold a chicken. Yes. <laughs> you guys should be in Friends. Thank you. Really you guys be literally perfect. Be in that show. Why would we be good friends? You guys have the best hyper energy ever to be amazing for friends. The problem. What is, friend are you, the girl? Problem, the, problem with friends, <laughs> the problem with friends is that the. <laughs> The problem with friends is that I would like literally be like, can we not invite Ross? I don't like him. And then if when Chandler, like, when Chandler or Rachel Ross? said anything, Talia would be hard. like, it when Chandler or Rachel said anything, Talia would be like, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. I don't think Chandler's funny. I like the way we, and also we have not talked about this before. I just knew that's what she would think. We don't have the same taste in a lot of things that are like I, seen as objectively funny. He that's thinks really it's because I'm contrarian. That's, I think oh my god, no, this I'm is sorry. one. No, she's now projecting off of one conversation we had. I also don't don't frame that like I think Chandler's funny. That's not what's happening here. I just knew you wouldn't think Chandler's we funny. We have some things to work out. Our last podcast episode got kind of heated. Oh, no. But no, that's really nice of you to say. That does I do take that I'm so looks uh, oriented that I took that as like, oh, we look like we could be on friends. That I do appreciate. Oh, you could do the milkshake photo shoot for sure. Oh, that would be good. Easy. We did yeah. that for no reason for yeah. girls. <laughs> we so got a photographer and we're like, we're trying to copy girls and they're like, let's go to a diner and drink a milkshake. And we're like, okay, different show. <laughs> Um, we love you, Gabriella. <laughs> um, this is part of the episode where we lean into Lena. And we're like, what was that girl thinking and doing when she made this show and this episode? Okay. So it's really just... Um, like a favorite moment, a favorite quote. Just like, why do you think she's talking and acting like this? Why do we think she made just a relapse? Why did Marnie and Ray break up? Why did Adam succeed and Hannah not succeed? Etc. Because Lena loves to just like have her little chess game and play with the little pieces and she was just born i think <laughs> i think that this is, i actually like Next segment. <laughs> i'm kidding i i just don't know i just don't know you're like the plot needed to move forward it needed to go like she needed to think of something that's and these were her little characters that she made well, up because this is like late season it. three right so it's like i feel like part of this is like because it's about, like, what happens when people get successful. And, like, at this point, Lena Dunham is, like, undeniably hugely successful, right? So it's, like, I think that's probably part of it. And, like, you're seeing Lena dealing with, like, the thing of, like, oh, when your partner gets successful, what does that mean for your relationship that started in a place where you weren't successful? And then you're also seeing, like, Marnie's thing of, like, comparing herself to people who are becoming more successful than her. And then, like, 
just this thing. I feel like it's all kind of about success because just this thing is like, unfortunately, like when you're recovering from being an addict, success is boring. Like life is a little boring. And I think that's like hard, you know, and it like all kind of comes together in that hotel suite, which is kind of fun. I think it was like, that was like the theme know, of the when episode. When it ends in the hotel suite, I'm like, you know how to write an ending scene that's I know. fun. Also, I worked in that hotel. It was my first job in New York. No way. The Gramercy, really? Yeah, I worked in the, I served in the restaurant of the Gramercy Park Hotel. Oh, oh my God. Where my is mind. it? It's gone now, which is so sad because yeah. it was a sexy fucking hotel. It was also like the best place, place to poop in Manhattan. Um, <laughs> it was, there was, it was on 21st and Lex, like on Gramercy Park. I don't think I'm really knows where Gramercy that, Park like, is. I was supposed to be in the video. That's what? You that. <laughs> what? <laughs> the sign that you worked at the hotel and you said it like i was actually supposed to be in the video in the like that's how you said it you're at a madison beer of manhattan like, so yeah. I, was actually there. Uh, <laughs> I was there there's actually only when they order room service and i bring it up but they cut it no <laughs> <laughs> the madison, to bring up a madison beer reference is so cool of you thank you for doing it for the first time on our podcast you're no one's I'm, done that yet you know i'm younger than jake I'm what video was madison beer supposed to be in the ariana, ariana grande, grande video which one the one that was based on Mean Girls. Thank you, next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe? And she went viral for being like, I was supposed to be in the video. I believe her. And that's her. what you sounded like, in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was supposed to be in the episode. So I just said I worked at that hotel. Thank you. Um, I mean, Adam booking Broadway is crazy because he doesn't have... What's the deal? Why, also, why them all getting told that at, day? Also, them all getting told in the room, you got it, is really... Well, there's people sitting outside. What was that about? That was crazy. It was really interesting watching because, like, I haven't I haven't watched an episode of Girls in like at least six years, maybe. Whoa. And like watching the scenes with Adam now that um, Adam Driver has become who he is. For a second, I was like, "Wait, is his real name Adam too?" Um, when Adam Driver, like, it's like, oh, like the persona of this actor is still kind of riding on like this quirky, weird performance he did, like. 10 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like the way that he's like still beloved and like a heartthrob and he's like every single thing he's done since then, he's so like kind of cold and awkward. Mm. And this is like the only time he's ever played something like weird and relatable in a weird way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like when he's like shoves the paper towel in his mouth and it's like so excited. It's like, that's the first time I've seen that actor express joy. Like I haven't seen him express joy since then. Like, I, have the same note. I have the same note. On it was my phone. so interesting. Something I'd like to know about the culture of the time when this came out is: Did people interpret him as a hot actor? Because now they do. But was he? Yes. Like, yes. yes. I've been on said, Tumblr. Really? 2012 Tumblr. Oh she my god. She said something to Patti Lapone like, "Oh, he's actually really weird looking." He's though. weird looking. And I'm like, just so are they aware of that? I've never found him In hot. the universe of girls, like, all the other girls think Adam isn't cute. Like, yeah. they're like, that guy looks weird well, and no, acts no, no, no. weird. Yes, of course. Well, okay, does. well, we didn't get, don't ruin it for my mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's, but I think that's, like, the thing is that it's that thing of, like, you can't explain why he's hot, but he is. It's sort of, I think how people feel. I'm. That's totally. not how I feel, but, like, I think that's how a lot of people feel, and I think that's why it, like, works, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. well, he's a man he's with also the, He's also the, I feel like he's the genesis of that bit that went on for, like, a decade of, like, is he hot or is he tall? Mm. Yeah, that like originates with Adam I think in a big way because like he's one of our first he, it's been a while like how many times is there like a heartthrob on TV and then you find out that they're 5'8 do you like, know what I mean all, like they're all 5'8 five, eight. Five, eight. actors are 5'8 and then Adam Driver is 6'3 or whatever yeah 6'2 how did she cast him I'm curious did they all know each other or did she audition mm. guys and pick she him she auditioned guys and picked him Ada plucked him out I know there really wasn't like a much, it wasn't a it's, huge audition process Chris, for other characters, it's but it's the Chris Pratt effect. Yeah, it really right, is. True. It's like there's boys that always get cast as like lovable little freak on yeah. some sitcom right. run by a woman. And then the universe is like, you're in Marvel now, bitch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Amen. Absolutely. That's very true. Okay. No, but you make a really good point about like he is so adorable in this episode. Yeah. In a way that girls, I think, really resonate with because. They don't ever get to see men be like and a weird no, emotional No, when he's creature. in the tub at the end being like, I love you, girl. I know. And it was actually kind of a trippy episode. Like the fact that this is the episode we watched that you had us watch for this episode was like trippy to me because like so much of why I think I didn't always connect with girls is because like there's many episodes where I'm like, I hate Adam. Like I just don't find him really redeeming at like all. I don't either, find yeah. him. Con- I don't connect with him at all. Like I don't find his ability to his inability to communicate charming. Right, like same. I found the Sherry Appleby scene 
so upsetting that I like was never able to enjoy him again. I was like, I really hated that so, so much. And so to have like, to watch this one episode going into it, like when he came on screen, I was like, fuck, I hate the scenes with him. Like I hate how it's supposed to be charming that he's like a doof. And then he was actually like nice and good for the whole episode was like so funny. One thing that I did clock that was like so funny to me was like, you know, when, um, you know, when, um, they they ride away on the motorcycle in Times Square because after they both booked the show. Yeah. The fact that Adam is holding, did you catch it? It's like such a quick thing, but I caught it. Adam is holding himself by the back of the motorcycle instead of putting his arms around Desi. <laughs> it's so like that no homo. Very, yeah. It's so funny. Like imagine riding a motorcycle like this. Like, <laughs> like it's like bro, put, so grab onto Evan Moss backer and just like ride. Like you're good. <laughs> It's so weird. (gasps) I mean, I think Lena does such a good job of showing like male, male friendships. Like there's the relationship Adam had with Ray when they're like on a boat, like trying to become friends and it's so awkward. And it's the same like with Desi and Adam meeting. And like if those were two girls at an audition, they'd be like, hi, like what's up? And they'd be like, you got the part, I got the part. We should like celebrate. But instead they're like, oh, where are you going? Uh, Do you want our walking's hard? Yeah, it's so weird. And they're just like, like, yeah, like so like they don't know how to act and they're both like low key excited but they are not like they both booked the role and they're so excited they're going to be on Broadway and they're both just like yeah yeah it's so, so crazy yeah. it's so interesting but also the the Patti LuPone scene was so, the osteoporosis shit was so funny being like okay yeah. you that don't, was my favorite part you don't sure. have that the parts where I laughed out loud were when Marnie hugged with the Marnie hug on the sidewalk made me laugh all the stuff with the osteoporosis was so funny when she's like making up a dog on the spot that was so funny and then the <laughs> only time I truly like guffawed out loud was when Marnie started singing along with Desi because <laughs> they like truly the way that like you're like pulled into like Hannah because she's like making the facial reaction and Marnie's just standing there and then all of a sudden it's like Marnie starts singing it made me laugh so hard sometimes I actually I again have never really resonated with the show but i do resonate with marnie's music video that she made oh my god i don't (laughs) i don't care about too many things i know what i want and i know what i mean yeah wait did you know that that's a real song yeah i thought that was a song written for girls and then i heard it somewhere else and was like we they're so good at writing like a satirical version of a song like this and then i was like oh this is like a award-winning song from the 90s yeah no problem It's perfect. Um, It really is perfect. Hi. I haven't looked at you. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't looked at you once. You guys all have blue eyes. It's been a lot for me. (laughs) Miley Cyrus meme. Be afraid. I would actually decide my eyes is green, but you can call them blue if you want. Ooh. They are green. They are green. I used to be so stressed as a kid when they were like, tell me your eye color. And I was like, blue or green? Which one is it? No, one get it. You have both. (laughs) There was always that girl in school who'd be like, well, I have purple eyes in the sun. (laughs) Did you guys have that girl? Oh, yeah, of course. There was always that girl. I might have been her. Like the girl who was convinced that she had purple eyes in the sun. Yeah. She sucks. That sounds like an LA thing to me. I it didn't might know. Be an LA. Wait, <laughs> I have a question. Everyone's trying to set themselves apart. Wait, going back to the girls, I have a question. Why did? Because again, I haven't watched it in a long time. So why did they pull Jessa they out of rehab? Join me. Why did they pull Jessa out of rehab early? Okay, well, she got kicked out of rehab, and so she feels like a thing you shouldn't be allowed to do. I thought that guy was her dad, and then I remember that they had sex. So it's not. <laughs> they her never dad. had sex yet. They have Texas. Why is he randomly British? So I love that what's actor. His name? Jasper. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he's British, but he tried to like come on to her at rehab and she was like, ew. And then Hannah picked her up because she said, I have to be picked up. And so then <laughs> she's wait, I'm amazing at explaining what happened. <laughs> wait, I'm so impressive. Um, anyways, Jess is working at the whatever, living with Shoshana again, like yeah, really yeah, yeah. trying to like be stable. Um, yeah, no free advertising yes. for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but what was your question? I was asking why did she get why did why did she why did Hannah take her out of rehab early? Oh, so she got kicked out for lesbian sex, and then they were like you, and then she could have left, but then uh, she made Hannah pick her up. And Hannah, gotcha. H- Hannah and Jessa went to visit Jessa's dad and Jessa like freaked out and disappeared and hadn't seen her. So Hannah didn't even know where Jessa was. And then she finally got a call from Jessa who's like, can you come pick me up from rehab? And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So she was just good like, friend. Yeah. And what was the story with Jessa's dad? He just sucks. He, he sucks. sucks. Gotcha. He just doesn't know how to be a dad and doesn't care. Gotcha. Who plays him? 
Amazing. one guy An who actor. looks like he would be in Boyhood, but it's not even hot. <laughs> Everyone in the show looks Is it like Stella Sure. I wish we Wait, knew. I'll Google it. Yeah, IMDb I'm that. So bad. I have a question. At what point is this? Are Marnie and Ray hooking up after he dated Shosh or before? Yes, correct. They've like hooked up two times. Or that's times why. Busy. That's why Marnie says when she's crying in the bathroom, she says, "I can't tell you because no one knows they're hooking Nobody up." Nobody right? knows. So yeah. basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, why? Marnie's down bad, so she goes over to Ray's house because Ray is so raw and real, and she's after like, "Chris." Break Christopher Abbott is shitty yeah, to her yeah. again. Yeah, so yeah. they get back together and then he leaves her and she's just so sad and then her career is not going well. She's trying to do music. She goes to Ray and she's like, Ray, will you tell me what's wrong with me? And then Ray like says a bunch of mean things. And then they fuck. And then they fuck. And so now they've been casually fucking, but they don't want to tell anybody because Marnie's like embarrassed because she hates Ray. And Ray is like, well, I don't want to like be dating you but in this episode specifically they've been hooking up for a while and marnie still like doesn't want people to know but she can't believe she's being dumped by ray right because she's like ray is ugly right. what do like you mean sad. he's dumping me yeah that's and such he's a like, visceral real thing of like the person you take for granted because you think they like you and then right. when they're like actually i'm moving on you're like ah like, yeah like, exactly. no. like it's such it's like actually, it's like one of the worst qualities that we all have, but like worst. it's so real. People think Marnie's so evil, but I'm like, I can think of literally every person I've ever met, like <laughs> yeah. has had a ray in their life that they treated poorly, and then right. human beings been like, actually, you can't treat me terribly. I have to like, go. What? No, there, there was something that she also said that really resonated with me. She when she was like chewing him out about it, and she was like, I don't know if you're doing this to like get back at some like childhood. Yeah, somebody yeah, like exactly. she said something like that about like, high school. She's like, I know you yes. couldn't get. With the pretty girls in high school so now you're trying to get back right, at me right get back at yeah. me by dumping me and honestly it's such a narcissistic thing to think but i've thought on more than one occasion i'm like well that must be it like yeah. that must be what you're you have doing to rationalize here. and secure yourself any way you can right. and sometimes that's punching down exactly yeah okay. i will say like marnie being sad about that and not being able to share with her friends but hannah like when marnie comes to the hotel room and is obviously distressed and hannah's like let me give you a hug is really sweet because last yeah. week was the beach house episode and it kind of ends with all of them being evil to each other right. iconic so one of the most iconic episodes yeah, of the whole show so good but it's cool to see them all back together at the hotel like being friends again and hannah still like being there for marnie. well hannah assumed that marnie was mad at her and that's kind of yeah. the reason she went to go comfort that her. That was another, wait, that line yeah. was so real of like, I don't know what I did wrong this time or like whatever right. she said. Like, I don't even know what I did this time. Like, God, like those, I feel like that's such like an early 20s friendship thing is like the friends that like, which is like ultimately, spoiler, spoiler alert, like where the show ends up going is like, oh, like we can't be friends anymore. Like yeah. it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing of like those friends you have where it's like it just isn't working like on a fundamental level well yeah. anytime amelia walks into this house with low energy i assume it's my fault and i will ask her of course the same question why she's mad at me yeah and this does happen um three Wait, times a day okay <laughs> i'm not i'm not a morning person and evan will um be up at 6 a.m and then at 9 a.m when i come to get like water my first breath of sunlight <laughs> evan will be like here's seven things to talk about yeah and I'm i an and evan. i literally am I'm just evan. like ah See, I pay a lot of extra money a month to not have to deal with that. Like, that's like a thing that I'm willing to pay. Like I can't, I need silence and it's nothing against, I do get lonely and I do miss having friends and lovely mm -hmm. people in my life, but I would murder you. Like I, I would. I, I'm surprised Millie hasn't yet. Well, Evan's always, I'm like, sorry, but I can't do this Evan. And Evan's like, it's okay. I'm being annoying. I blame myself for you not being a morning person. Yeah. I take I, it hard. As a morning person who's lived with non-morning people, it's really hard. It is. Wait, but here's a, I have a question. Okay, what would, like, this, that scene in the hotel when, like, Marnie, like, clearly is upset, goes off and is in the bathroom, and then Hannah finds her crying alone in the bathroom, and then she's like, what is wrong? And she says, like, I can't tell you. What would your reaction be if you were Hannah in that moment? Well, I would be like, and you're saying that, but you don't mean it, and I'm going to find out. Right. Because in my mind, I would be deeply concerned. I'd be like, what happened? Yeah. Like, oh, I would be like, were you assaulted? Was like something right. going on? Like, why are you? But like, I don't know. I just thought it was like, I was like, is that a realistic thing? Like, I don't think I would take that if a friend said that. Like, if a friend was like, I can't tell you, I'd be like, well, you're going to have to because you're crying alone in this bathroom at this party. Also, like, is she like hiding the right thing because she's embarrassed of him or because she doesn't want to hurt Shoshana? I think it's Does both. she give a fuck well, about her? I, I think she would tell Hannah, though. So I think yeah. it's more of a thing. She wants to hide the she's whole embarrassment. I, th I think she's just feeling like, because she's mainly sad because she's embarrassed that like even Ray doesn't want her because she has right. such this like chip on her shoulder that like, 
like her dad abandoned her so she has like the abandonment wound so the fact that like somebody who she thought would like literally never leave her because she's like setting the bars still left her yeah it's like igniting in her like her greatest insecurity and also here she is i get the idea of like it's a bad day when you run into somebody who you don't respect and really look down upon and she's like i'm doing so well in life look at this new like business venture i have going on it's like such a deeply like visceral feeling of like i hate myself so much to see some like something reflected back at you in a person who you don't even like yeah you know what yeah. i mean well morning when she said the Susan? sentence with well she says i wake up every morning with the best attitude i'm waving to strangers right. on the street and it's not even like me and then life punches me down it's like she really doesn't lie life really is no bad music video break up with ray runs into a 23 year old who's opening an art gallery not in bushwick but in noho it's like those (laughs) things do hurt right the noho line was so real (laughs) the noho line was so that was a really twist the knife it's a twist the knife well it was like even better than a twist the knife because it's marnie trying to give a dig like i see galleries close in bushwick all the time oh mine's a noho like it's such a like a you think she's gonna get one thing and then it's just completely smack back in her face amazing writing lena incredible writing lena well she's like hey bitch you're eating all the mochi it's like you (laughs) call their fat (laughs) (laughs) for them to be at 16 a handles was perfect that's a place it made me want folio so fucking bad i uber eats from 16 handles i've never been to the location but there's one in greenpoint that i uber eats whenever i'm feeling down to here that's kind of far actually it's in williamsburg and other ones actually um it's actually in williamsburg it's right by crossroads trading okay i don't like 16 handles I think the best froyo in New York is culture, but you don't like froyo in general. Mm. I do like Tasty Delight. I don't know. And Pinkberry. Right. Pinkberry is good. And I I like Yogurtland to self-serve. Oh, 100%. And you eat all the toppings. Yes, but 16 Handles is very like, the texture isn't right for me. That's the most LA answer I've ever heard. And that's cool. I just don't, you know what it is? (laughs) I also think a big problem is that the logo and the color of that store like the bright fuchsia pink is very like it. Why would I want to eat there? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not having like that it. reaction. I'm, I mean, I'm going in to any of them. I think it might be time. a gay thing. Yeah. The fuchsia pink is actually becking us in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's summoning. Well, it's part of, Froyo's part of, and I think Girls actually did a really good job of showcasing this when I was, because I, I was in college for the first mm. three seasons and then I moved to New York for like the latter three seasons. And like, Froyo is so emblematic of these things that like were only in major metropolitan cities back then. Right. Like I wasn't getting Froyo in New York in in Vermont. Like it was like you know what I mean. It was like oh yeah, when you live in like New York, you can go to like a Froyo place or like a bubble tea place. Forget or, Froyo, like, they go to the rice pudding bar all the I time. Know. <laughs> rice That's to riches. The spot. Yeah, I yeah. Love it there. Which I hear is a scam. What? Or not a scam. Um, Front. Money laundering. Yes, thank it you. Is? Allegedly, 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 allegedly. It's my favorite. You're like, the front part's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the best part. Business in the front. Party in the front. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. I but- found the Jessa stuff so sad. That shot of them going into the store at the end was like really sad. But also, yeah. isn't to work at a baby clothes store just objectively the funniest job? No, that part is so funny. That when part is so funny. When she's entertaining herself making a friendship bracelet, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> Really, I think it like sounds no. really fun to have that job. Was so sad of her going and getting the cash with him and like being yeah. all like gross and druggy and like running through the store. It's just like, oh, that's so sad. The drug relapse, it, I think I watched the like leaner review in the episode and she was like, I really wanted to show that like relapses can happen to pretty girls. <laughs> She's like, so funny. it can actually be ugly and ruin your life no matter like how, um, how many kimonos you own. That's so, <laughs> I mean, so funny. God bless. I but, do relate to Jessa. You know I love cocaine, so. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not saying, I, I'm not judging her for doing cocaine. I just think it's sad when you have a problem that, like, moves you into that place where you're doing, like, something Death that, like, things, yeah. it's just so sad when you're, like, and also, if you are someone who does cocaine, I think it's also realer to watch it, and you're, like, you know what mm. that feels like, but it's, right. like, seeing someone do something with, like, glee that when they're going to be sober, they're going to look at with like abject horror and shame is right. like so sad. Right. You know, like was... they're having so much fun right there and you know like the next morning she's going to be like, I stole money from someone. And like, right. even if Jessa will probably like not, she'll perform not giving a shit and yeah. actually why that wasn't wrong. But like, you know at her core she is going to hate herself. She's she gonna barely be faces repercussions in a lot of senses throughout the yeah. show. Like even when she does these terrible things like rob a baby store, 
she's gonna be fine like no one ever really holds her or blames her for anything like well that's also kind of her curse though is yeah is like she can't like find meaning in life because she never has consequences so yeah. it's like so pretty yeah like literally like she's so privileged and pretty that it's like there's no bounce back to like mm-hmm. her bad actions but that also means there's not really that much bounce back to like her good actions like she's kind of like yeah, cursed like to live the world taking, without affecting it she was taking care of herself and she was like nothing good is coming from this like yeah what what's so wrong with being bad so when jasper shows up and is like you're meant to be free and have fun she's like well thank god who cares yeah. if i'm evil i do love shoshana in the bedroom with the older guy and he's like <laughs> Or you're on cocaine. I'm on cocaine right now. We're getting like that's, really emulated. Yes. You're like, no, everyone always thinks I'm on cocaine, but actually it's just my personality. It's like, that actually does happen to me that quite That happens often. to you a lot. That literally just happened to me last weekend in Bushwick. Um, <laughs> the girl said, no, don't do drugs. You're the perfect personality. You, what people do, drugs, they chase with your thing. That's so funny. Like, actually, that's, that's a that's nice really, compliment. There are certain nice? people like that who have a personality that it's like, they don't do drugs but they aren't sober. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know Diet what I mean? coke drinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you guys watch Roni, Real House of New York? Real Housewives of New York? Nah. Which one? The current one. No, I, I, oh, okay. I watch clips, but I haven't okay. seen full. One of them like doesn't drink, but I'm like, she doesn't drink, but she's not sober. Like her personality, like the way her brain works. Like I'm like, she doesn't drink or do drugs because like, she like, doesn't need to, because like her personality is what people are chasing when they do drugs or get drunk is yeah. to be in like the state that her brain just exists in. That's so Evan. I don't, I, it's like, I don't know if I should be insulted or complimented. I think it's both. It's both. I think right? it's both. Cause it's also like, you're not coherent. That was so, <laughs> everyone at my middle school was always asking me like, are you high? And I was like, Christian goody two shoes and I'm like what is that I'm just happy. <laughs> holds your cross you're not you don't even have a cross you're holding one babes I am a very like social drinker mm. and drug doer and even then not so much I just don't like the feeling but every time I post a TikTok everyone in my comments like TikTok said I think I'm doing something totally normal and just like a fun weekend mm. my friends are like not my friends the followers are like are you having a manic episode? Like you're on a lot of cocaine right now. And I'm like, no, this was completely just like a Wednesday night. I had one drink. I just like, I think that's, I seem crazy to people. Just because you're being yourself. I don't think you seem crazy. Okay, good. I think crazy can be good. Are we overusing that word? We're going to get canceled for... We can get canceled so easily. All they want to do. All they want to do All is they come for do a girl's podcast cancel. and cancel. Yeah. Is there any... Why did Lena get canceled again? Oh, oh where do so we begin? many So many times. <laughs> like, it's like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, they, we can. It's we can't like mostly the it. rock and the pussy. That's, well, that's what I thought most that's of it was. It's mainly that. And then also... Her personality. Childish Gambino did a stand-up joke... Oh, that ...where was she was racist, but it was like, the joke was that she's racist... Because she wasn't actually doing any of that, but everybody online <coughs> took it as like not satire, right? And was like, "You're racist." Yeah, and I just was like from okay. what I've read, I've never read anything about her that I'm like objectively she should ever work again. Like I've never no, had that, no, right. no, no, no. and, and I'm like, why is way. it such a problem around her? She is just yeah. cursed to always be like everything she does is the topic of discourse. Like she yeah. can't just like eat a sandwich. It's kind of wild. She was the first woman. She was the first woman to try something new. She's like the Neil Armstrong. Yeah, of exactly. <laughs> people, when they don't understand something, they're like, well, it has to be bad. And I think like a lot of people mm. don't necessarily get her whole thing. And so they're like, I don't get it. And I'm mad. And so they're like, I'm going to pick at her and like kill her. It's also crazy watching it now as someone who's older than the characters because when I first watched it, I was younger than the characters and I didn't. And like living in New York and being in your early 20s and like doing what they were doing on the show was so aspirational and seemed so cool to me that at the time I couldn't like fully lock into the POV of the show of like laughing at these characters because I also did find them aspirational just because they had the life I wanted in a certain Mm -hmm. respect. So it was like hard for me to fully get the humor and not get enraged by the show at times because I didn't understand when the writers were aware of what they were saying or aware of what they were doing. I thought it was like, I thought these were real people fucking up at times, I think. And mm-hmm. it's so funny to watch it now and be like, oh no, like they knew that these people were being idiots. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's funny to watch it now and realize that and feel kind of stupid for how I viewed it when I was like 19. If that makes sense. Same. No, it really does. Well, it's yeah. a whole scene where Lena's like, I'm the laziest person alive. I use my body as a tray in bed it's like yeah. i'm sure yeah or lena dunham does it a few times and like has written a whole character around it right like, i remember like the big thing when the show like first came out when i was studying abroad uh <laughs> i remember like the big thing that everyone was mad about like i feel like she got in trouble for this before the show even came out was like in the trailer for the show um 
Hannah said, like in the first episode, and then in it, they use it in the trailer for the show. Hannah says, like, I feel like I'm the voice of a generation or of the voice of my generation. And everyone was like, How dare she say that? She's like a white woman. There's all white people on the show. Like, it's like, no, the joke is that she thinks that. Like, right. that's a crazy narcissistic she thing. She said to that think. like on opium. Yeah. Like, she's literally like, <laughs> and it's like, at the time, even I was like, yeah, fuck her for thinking that. And it's like, no, the joke is like, fuck her for thinking that. Right. Yeah. Like, but Lena was like never fully extricated from Hannah and the people that watched the show. So mm. then it was like, she never. People fully- aren't smart enough to realize like, yeah, she wrote the character of Hannah, but she also wrote all the other characters. Yeah. Like the voice of reason is also her. Yeah. So it was interesting watching this episode and being like, this is funny as fuck. Like the Patty LaPone stuff was really funny. Really funny. Uh, what breed is your dog? Character. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> I love that Patty is like, ooh, an improv game. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she just went with it. I did respect Hannah in that way of just like showing up and being like, I know. I hey. was like, okay, Rory Gilmore. Right? Thank you. You, you are like, writing you that paper. R- you ghosted me and I'm coming. I like That's that. So she powerful. did get a Patty LuPone piece after one week of working there too, which, which is yeah. insane. How much money do you think that paycheck was? $2,000. You think it was a $2,000 paycheck? No For way. one week? And she like no, randomly gets to stay in that hotel. That would mean she was making like a hundred ten. But her rent is 2100 and you said the check is bigger than her rent. But that's the whole apartment. Yeah, and she's paying for the whole apartment at this point. Or not Adam well, as a dog. But she said she was paying for the apartment at 2100 So she's making six figures writing for GQ. My guess, That's crazy. That's my crazy. guess is she wasn't making that much. I would that might like, be a plot hole then. That way like yeah. man's around her saying that. And I'm sure numbers aren't for girls. Um, numbers yeah. aren't for girls. They yeah. don't do math on the show. Jessica do Williams was so charming in this episode, just eating her salad, being like, yeah, girl, that check's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so chill. I want to hang out with you. And yeah. they're like talking about like Blue Crush. They're like, that movie was so, so good. good for one. <laughs> one time at the peak of Two Dope Queens, I was <gasps> at a bar in Brooklyn and I was like facing, it was like an outdoor bar where you had to go inside to get drinks. And I was facing the door where you like came in and out from the inside. And this woman like came in from getting drinks and we made eye contact. And I was like, oh, that's my friend. And I stood up and started walking toward her and we made <laughs> eye contact. And then I realized it was Jessica Williams, who is a celebrity and not my friend. And I just like listened to her podcast and I've seen her on TV. And I went like, and just like turned around and walked down and like sat back down. I was like, oh, I actually don't know you. Uh, I just forgot. <laughs> Parasocial relationships are a real problem, exactly. Jack. And you should really work on that. I actually started crying and then apologized to her. And she said, I don't forgive you. <laughs> that totally, I could totally see that. Wait, what's your Jemima Kirk story? Oh, my Jemima Kirk story is very funny, which is years ago, I was at a birthday party at Skinny Dennis in Williamsburg. Okay. An infamous birthday party where me and five of my friends and my ex-boyfriend all got way too drunk. Like just so so drunk one of like my drunker nights and we left and we were gonna get an uber home and i was like we need to start drinking water now like we need to start drinking water or it's gonna be bad and so we went into a duane reed while we were waiting for our uber and we got like huge essentias and we're in line and then i was like i actually also want candy and so i was like i left my boyfriend at the time in line and i went to go get candy and then all of a sudden, I'm like, and like, you can see the line of the Dwayne Reed from the candy aisle. And then at this volume, I hear, Jake! And I turn, and it's my boyfriend in line. And he goes, Jemima Kirk is here. And she's standing directly in front of him in line. And she literally was like. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was like, one, I was so drunk, I couldn't tell you. But it was in Williamsburg somewhere. And That's I like so went funny. back and I was like, Nate, you screamed that he was like, was that loud? I was like, yeah, it was really loud. Um, <laughs> How tiny was she? No, she just like moved her hair in front of her face. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, it, that's not even talking about her being rude because she was in the right. Like, it was crazy how loud he yelled it across the street. I love her just being like, what, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was also like two in the morning. Like, she probably was a little fucked up and she's like, damn, dude. Like, <laughs> Can't catch a break. What was that she girl? doing in Williamsburg? Having a good time. Where did she live? Red, Red Hook. Hook. Oh. She can call a car. She can call a car. Red Hook's not that far. We can call a car. Yeah. Do you know where all of them live? Oh, IRL. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where do they live? Lena's in London. Alison Williams, LA. That means nothing to us. And Zasha is here. She's London and here. I was trying to find like tweets to put on our Instagram. So I searched like her name right and every tweet was just a different random person being like ran into zasha on the subway <laughs> i have ran into zasha <laughs> on the subway why does lena live in london 
Well, she was in South London and South Connecticut. Um, hmm. She had to escape America. Yeah. Oh, because of an autoimmune it's, disorder. It's the Lindsay Lohan effect. Because Lindsay moved to Dubai to escape pop. I think once you get so famous, Paparazzi. you can literally live wherever you want forever. But her yeah. husband loves London. That's why. London's a great Groovy. town. I kind of get it. Girl, Girl get your Glock. It's, it's rapid, rapid fire time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, where are you illegally throwing away your trash? Oh, um, the, the, um, the garbage of my coffee shop on the corner. What kind of dog do you have? She's a mutt, and she's my roommate's dog, but I consider her my own, personally. I would love a cat. <laughs> Truth or dare? Dare. Dare. What are you putting on your froyo? Oh, chocolate sprinkles and strawberries. I prefer a chocolate palette as well. Are you the voice of your generation or a voice of a generation? A voice of a generation. A voice. No, I think I'm a voice. I'm a voice of my generation. How do you think Blue Cross affected women? Never seen it. It empowered them to serve. <laughs> and Roxy stand up to who trash. That's one with the iconic scene where the guy leaves the condom in the, the hotel room. Is that the one where they go, Emma? No, that's not that. Emma. 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 Condensation. Condensation. (laughs) Um, When did you get osteoporosis? That's a good one, Amelia. I'm an early victim of osteoporosis. (laughs) You can be an early victim of Alzheimer's, right? Exactly. I guess, whatever. And then, um, what do interesting people do when they get bored? Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Oh Start my podcast. god, that was amazing! You guys are so good at that. Thank you. <laughs> I thought so. I love Please that do you the intro show. just one more time to close it out. Girl, Girl get, get your, your Glock. Glock. It's, it's rapid, rapid fire, fire time. time. <laughs> um, we actually have one more segment. Are you ready? You know this one? Oh, honey, I know this one. That, that outfit in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> This is a segment where we compare Brooklyn now to Brooklyn then. Yeah, absolutely. Let's dive in. I feel like there was so much this episode, especially fashion-wise. We kind of did Froyo. Wait, the number one thing I want to talk about, Bring like looks-wise, Marnie's bump it. Marnie's bump it. Was that a bump it? That was a bump it. That was a bump it. Why did... I started to say Hannah, then I was like, wait, her name's Lena, but no, her name is Hannah. Why intermix dress that one after her paycheck? I Why? know when she's <laughs> like, just because she saw it on the mannequin, or did she actually Have you like ever that bought dress? Something off a mannequin? No, never, never. never. It's no. just like for that to be the dress you buy off a mannequin. Although I will say, in fifth grade, I had a dress exactly like that that I wore every week to church for a year. And every Sunday, my parents were like, "You want to pick something else?" And fifth I'm like, grade, though. No. This is a woman she's who just got woman. her she's first 25. adult paycheck. Why that one? Because I would never argue Hannah's put on a cute outfit before. Yeah, you're so, right. If she um, put on something cool, that would be weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be take out of me character. Out of yeah. Marnie's bump it really blew my mind. Marnie's bump it, Shosh's um, top knot. Yeah. <laughs> so Shosh mixing um, animal prints um, with like a big belt was cool. Oh, the reef sandals on what's her name? The art gallery girl. Oh, She's Sujin. Wa- Sujin's wearing reef sandals with, where they have the bottle opener so on the bottom. Crazy. <laughs> this is a gorgeous outfit on. And if you kind of zoom out, there's a woman with a soul cycle top walking in the back, which you haven't seen in ages. But remember when soul cycle yeah, top was so big? Absolutely. And then Sujin's kind of wearing reef flip flops with a bottle opener on the back. That's so incredible that you And that's one that. shot. There's a bottle opener on the back. Oh, yeah. This is big for me. Um, This is the most like, gender-confirming thing you can buy um, at age 12. It's a bottle opener on the back of a reflip. Wait, well. are you talking about the one that was on the back or the one that was on the bottom? The bottom. Yeah, yeah, and the bottom. Back, I, of course, mean bottom. By back, you mean bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was huge. And of course... I don't. I never seen girl in them. So for oh, her to okay. really be taking that step, it's gender. It's it's, it's oh my gender. god. Because girl is usually secret pocket on the bottom of the flip flop. Because you could take the flip flop and then open it up, and there's a secret compartment coke. in it. And for coke, of course. Because girls do coke and boys drink beer. Yeah, that's Ooh. so famous. Wait, I need these flip flops. Oh, you'd be killer in them. Oh, buy them I need right them. now. I need them. Yeah. Um, Sujin and Marnie both deciding to get Froyo alone. Is so right. in the middle of the day is so. Froyo cool. is such a third space and such a social environment, so getting it alone usually feels like Uber Eats. Yeah. I would say I almost always yeah. get Froyo alone. It's uh, a time filler too, for because me because nobody wants to do it with me. But it's like we could. I. I never Froyo for me was such a high school thing. Like we'd run cross country and then we'd go to get Froyo with all like the cooler kids from the cross country team, and we'd sit in the bean bags and we'd pick out our taro flavored ice cream and get mochi. And it was such a social thing for me. And I would never think to eat it alone. For me, alone desserts are like a baked good. 
Oh, interesting. No, I get ice cream and froyo a lot in the city. That's I just feel cool. like everything tastes better alone. Like there's nothing that would taste no, better to me. I'm too scared to eat by myself ever in public. So maybe we're kind of just getting to the bottom of that. You, you, need, oh. you need to address that. That's, Your life will get better. better now. I'm better. That's now. a really yeah. hard thing to have in New York. Like you need to be no 100. percent It was from probably ages of 23, and I've kind of gotten over it now. Okay, good. Um, and that it's because one time in my brother's college town, they have a walkable spring rolls where you can buy a spring roll that's the size of a burrito. Uh-oh. We have those in my hometown. Oh, really? Wait, that sounds delicious. It's the best thing ever. It's healthy and on the go and delicious. It's like really the combination of everything you need in Oh, sorry. World. Ours was an egg roll and it was deep fried. Oh, no, no. This is spring roll. It's <laughs> rice paper. Yes, I know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Wisconsin Madison. They sell these. Okay. It's one of the best things. And I want to bring the business to McCarran Park because I think it would absolutely crush there. With like a little peanut sauce? Yeah, a little peanut Ooh. sauce. And then you put like shrimp in it and it's burrito size. But it fits in a hand. It's a little sticky, but it is delightful. No, that sounds really yeah. good. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it really is. All veggies. Oh. Have you been to Yummy Stick in Chelsea? No, please. It's on that. 17th. It's giant sushi burritos. It's okay, incredible. we're going to have to connect after this. Yeah, there used to be one on. There used to like put bucks. a pin down. There used to be a sushi burrito place on 14th and 7th that I would go to all the time, but it closed. I've still I, never I had a sushi burrito. They always hurt my stomach, TBH, but I'll still sushi eat Sushi burritos? Oh yeah, that and canes. Every time I eat canes, I like can't actually I lay in I still haven't bed. had canes. It's good, but you're going to have to, you're Jewish, so you're going to actually, it's just yeah. to floor food because you're going to really? on the floor after eating oh, it. Oh, that's so tough. Fuck. It hurts. I don't know how Canes sensitive is so like high have. school, like after the football game, it'd be like, let's go to Canes tonight. I actually have a really, <laughs> a really big soda. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I noticed Caroline's is now closed. Caroline's, oh. Caroline's was in the background. Right. I was like, that's gone. Rip. Yeah. Goodbye, Times Square. Gramercy Park, Gramercy I, Park Hotel. It's closed. actually kind of a graveyard of an episode because Gramercy Park Hotel is gone. Oh, is that the one they did a state Wait, sale that, the other day where yeah. they sold every single thing from the building and it was all yes, over TikTok? Yes, it was all on the sidewalks. Yeah. Oh, the, oh. That, it wasn't that stuff on the streets a lot uglier than they got in the. That no, because that that estate sale's been going on for months now, and oh. all the good stuff went months ago. Trust okay, me, I've been tracking it. Is. Where <laughs> was the hotel before? On Gramercy Park, twenty first and Lex. Oh wow! Did they have yeah. a key? Um, I think you could get a key from the front desk if you were staying in the hotel. Ooh, I have been in the that's park. That's kind of worse. Twice. You've been in the park twice. Yeah. I want to get in there. I want to get in like there. It's, guys, it's the lamest dad. park in the world. Because you're not allowed to do anything. Cloud. You can't sit. You can't touch the grass. You can't sit on the grass. You can just only walk on the stone paths and sit on one of the like four benches. What am I doing in what? any other park? Sitting Why on the can't grass. You sit on the grass because they maintain the grass. The grass. Oh, because mm. it's only pristine grass in all Manhattan. Who funds it? It's privately owned by the all the apartments around the park. So you is only this, get a key to the park if you have a window facing the park. This is that Broad City episode. Yes, where they, where let the they guy save the man and then they're like, you're not allowed in the park. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're going to let you choke the second time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, girl. I respect that. I hope he died. Fight the power. Um, okay, what else in this episode? Oh, them bringing up One Tree Hill. That was funny. So that funny. Was, I was obsessed the gay with disab- One Tree Hill. The gay disabled firefighter or hockey player. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that Elijah's like, I've never seen that show, but I'm fangirling. <laughs> I, seen every episode. I, I wouldn't describe myself as a fan of the show, but I have seen every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me as fuck to that show. Oh, the- also when Elijah was do when giving that was so real when Elijah was giving Adam all of the like inside tea on like on Broadway, Broadway culture. It's like, the and then Adam was like, go I here. don't want to do any of that. Yeah. And Elijah like actually can't process it. He's like, that's the point of doing this is like the social clout and the hanging out. And yeah. Adam's like, no, I want to do the play. Is Broadway such a social clout thing? Yes. Like, is yes. there it a community? Yeah, because think about it. It's like, I love that Adam was like, I don't want to be part of any scene at all. And I was yeah. like, I get that. He's I a real actor. That. I hate when people like refer to the comedy scene or like the no, totally. improv scene. I just, I don't want to be part of any scene. You don't. You shouldn't be. I don't want. You don't want one. No, you don't want me. You don't want me. It's fine. No, but what is this scene? This Broadway scene? Well, I I mean, I'm not a part of it either. But I think I. It's like imagine. It's like everyone. They go to college for it in these really intense programs, and then they all move to New York. It's not like regular acting where like most of them are in LA and some of them are in New York or comedy where it's like half and half. It's like if they you're doing musical theater, Michigan. they all went to Michigan or whatever the other schools are, and then they all came to New York, and it's like that scene is just like it's a continuation of like that college track and it's right. just so intense and there's such a clear goal of like get on a broadway show Literally. so I feel like it creates this very intense, intense community yeah that really is and nice adam just micro. walked in there and got it i think it's easier with straight plays yeah totally and straight guys and straight guys straight men that privilege yeah it's so cool to see like elijah be like lusting for like what adam doesn't even care or want to know about he's like <laughs> 
I once got a hand job from a guy in Pippin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pippin gets referred to like three times in the episode. It's so I funny. No, they said today is for Pippin. Today is for Pippin. But I also find it annoying when Adam's like, I don't want to be part of any scene because it's like the way that I just like that character is so obstinate in this way that's mm. like I'm like, you were excited about the play, lean in. Like, yeah, like <laughs> you don't have to be above everything. Like, what do you yeah, actually I'm sorry, want? I get it. God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I did write down that quote. Don't come crying to me when Chris. Christian Chenoweth <laughs> passes, passes out because you, you forgot, forgot to, to feed her. <laughs> and it's such like a throwaway. Like, it's like when I watched this when I was 19, there was no way I laughed at that or knew it was yeah, happening. Totally. Yeah, totally. And now, now I'm like, <laughs> you guys are silly in the writer's room. It is so they funny. They really are silly in the writer's They're really room. So silly. They, they just like capture things that no other show ever will. I know. Thank God. <laughs> I wonder if there's any other moments. Are you afraid he's going to leave you for Sutton Foster? <laughs> there were so many fun lines about that. They really know how to talk about Broadway. Because the last episode was the musical theater gaze. And it was just like, they like oh, yeah. this is like a community that is never on an HBO show talking about their community. So it's been nice to see it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amen. And we're yeah, all we're yeah. all a part of that. And we're all like, yeah. I kind of want that to be the last line of the episode. Is okay. yeah, yeah. Should it's we close a really it out? Good way to close it. Um, any closing thoughts on Lena, girls, your lives? I'm happy that this was the episode that we got to come on for because I actually really enjoyed this episode. It's so fun. Have you guys done the one that everybody freaks out about yet? The one where they're barefoot. Panic in Central Park. Oh, yeah, on the train. No, no. Wait, wait. The one with the one with where with Marnie and Charlie. Right? Yeah, 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 Panic at Central Park. No, Everyone's always obsessed with that Five. episode. I know. I know. It's like, who are we gonna get on? We're gonna it's like the whole I show think, and that episode. I think you get Allison Williams for that one. Yeah, it'll be big enough at that point. You guys get Allison Williams. There's actually a Brooklyn comedian who was in the episode, so we'll track. Maybe we'll track her. Mm-hmm. Guys, shoot for the stars. Allison Williams, come on for the Panic in Central Park episode. At She's- W, we've been tagging you three times a day for seven months. Please. <laughs> you're like, I enjoy you as an actor. I think you're very talented and hardworking. We like you. Come on this podcast for them. This and perfect. you know, if you don't want to be stuck in the horror film genre, I think bringing your role from this back and reminding the people of TikTok that you can have range, it could be a trickery. I also don't think you're stuck in the horror film TikTok. I think you do amazing work there. And also, you it might line up perfectly. It'll be right in time for the press cycle for Megan too. Period. Right, exactly. M- M- Forgan or whatever it's called. There's going to be a Megan too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank God. Cool. I didn't see Megan one. Oh, Megan one. I think you're good. so pretty. I loved Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you two for being on. Thank you for this having us. We love when a duo having comes us. on. It's like we can just have fun. This was a dream. It's a dinner party. We I'm really sorry. are the duo of all duos, aren't we? If you're obsessed <laughs> with this duo, they have a podcast of them of their and of their own. <laughs> um, you want to give a quick synopsis of your whole deal? Yeah. So it's called Basic Training, um, and it's a podcast where for most of the episode, Tali and I just talk, and then we do take listener calls and give advice. So we have a lot of people. Call in. We give advice about dating, friendships, social dynamics. Yeah, it's and it's old- it's really fun. We're judgmental, but in a funny way. And they are also- judgmental in a funny way. Oh, thank you for yeah, saying that. So you guys yeah. have thank the best you. little rapport, so it's it's nice to to hear you. This is a treat and a dream. Yeah. Thank you for being on. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Thanks. We'll be back next week. All love. All love. All love.